Hey, it's Alan Berg. Before we get into this episode, thanks so much to those of you that responded to the survey about Wedding MBA and which events you'd like me to do before the conference starts. Thanks to you, we're doing two workshops, Monday afternoon and Tuesday morning, so you won't miss any part of Wedding MBA. Go to podcast.allenberg.com and you can click the button there to get your tickets. There's only 25 seats per session and with 5,000 people coming to Wedding MBA, you want to get your tickets soon. And if you didn't get your tickets to Wedding MBA, use the coupon code Allen, my name, A-L-A-N, at WeddingMBA.com and save $20 off of your tickets. Hope to see you there soon. Thanks. Letting go of perfection. Listen to this episode. See what I'm talking about. Welcome to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Berg. I'm a speaker, author, sales trainer, website reviewer, and I help businesses like yours sell more, profit more, and have more fun doing it. Enjoy this episode. Hi, it's Alan Berg. Welcome back to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. This was a recommendation from a friend and client, uh, Walter in New Jersey, who uh, wrote to me because... He had heard another episode I did about perfect or perfection is the enemy of profitability. And what he had said was he has a, he has trouble letting go of striving for perfection. Um, he's a photographer. His company does photo. It does video. It does entertainment. And he said, as a photographer, he has trouble working for or with other people because his idea of what it needs to be or perfection is different than someone else. And when he knows it can be better, uh, he might spend more time, take more photos, which requires more editing and going through that, uh, take more time posing or going to different locations and things. And while the end result is great, it could hurt the timeline of the event. It could uh, impact other people, uh, especially if uh, if you're listening to this and you are not the boss or the one that's running that particular event, that timeline is not just yours. You need to be working with other people there. You can't be taking more pictures when everybody's still waiting to uh, for the ceremony to start or dinner or whatever it is. So how do we let go of perfection? And if you haven't listened to the other episode about perfect is the enemy of profit or perfection is the enemy of profitability, um, you might want to listen to that one as well. The idea of letting go of perfect is that customers don't hire us for perfect customers hire us for a result and they want that result to be what they expect or better. Now we always try to exceed people's expectations and that was uh, something else I've spoken about. You can't hit a target, you you can't see. So do you know what their expectations are? But thinking about letting go of, of perfection is since they're not paying you for perfect and yes, you know it could be better. Given unlimited time, you could make it better. Unfortunately, we don't live in that world where we have unlimited time. We don't live in that world where we can just keep doing more and more and more and more to make it better and better when it comes to finite time events. Now, I always say like with your website, with marketing pieces, get them done, get them out, then make them better. Constantly make them better and better and better. The thing is the timeline is unlimited then. The timeline can keep getting pushed. We can keep making it better. I'm I'm constantly making tweaks to my website, little tweaks, bigger tweaks, constantly doing that. But this happens over days and months and weeks and years. When you have hours to get this done, right? You can't go and keep trying to make it perfect. What you have to do is know the target you're trying to hit. 
know what will make the customer happy and more happy than they expected, but knowing that there's still headroom to go above that, if they're not paying you for that and if you don't have the time to bring it to that level, what you have to do is not sacrifice the timeline and not sacrifice the relationships with the other vendors who you might be holding up by getting it out and getting it done. If you know Seth Godin, G-O-D-I-N, he always talks about shipping the work, shipping the work, right? Getting it done, right? We need to do that. Facebook has a poster in their offices, done is better than perfect. And it's true. And when it comes to a finite time event, you have to accept that. When it comes to art, it's different. If you're painting a painting for yourself, you have unlimited time. If you're working for a client who needs it done by a certain time, you're going to make it the best you can within the time that you're given. You might be able to make it better, but what's more important, is it the timeline or is it making it better? Now, if you can't meet their expectations during the timeline, you need to let the customer know. We don't have that luxury when you're working on a corporate event, a wedding, a mitzvah, a kinsay. When things are happening on a certain timeline, on a certain day, you don't have that luxury of saying, I'm just going to keep pushing the goalpost back here. You can't do that. So, so Walter, this is for you and everybody else listening who is a perfectionist, and I am a recovering perfectionist. Done is better than perfect. Knowing that you've done really good work, even though you know you can do better work, as long as you know that you're meeting and exceeding that customer's expectation, even when you know it can be better, you have to learn to let go at that point. And what you want to look back at is, is the customer happy? Did you get a great review from them? Did the expressions on their face when, you saw, when they saw the work that you did, does that say that the, this customer is thrilled at what you've done? And if it is, then you have to accept that that is the work that you need to do for that particular customer on that particular event. On the next event, what did you learn? Could you do something differently? Could you accelerate your own timeline to get to the level that you want to get to and still meet the timeline that you need to get to or whatever that constraint is that you're working within? I I remember working with a uh, catering client. I think you're listening here also in Chicago. And they were telling me they had this new chef who was just wonderful, a young new chef, really creative. And he came up with this dish, but it required seven touches to the plate. So those of you that are not caterers, you know, every time somebody or something has to put something on that plate or do something to that plate is a touch. So it required seven touches to make the dish the way that he wanted. And the owner, also a, a chef, said, let's do that with four. And he said, well, it's not going to be the same. And she said, yeah, but it's still going to be amazing. It's still going to be delicious. And nobody's going to know the three touches that didn't happen. And again, Walter, this is for you again. No one's going to know what you didn't do, only you. So if the customer is happy, and in the case of the chef, if the guests are saying, my gosh, this food is delicious and that plate looks amazing, four touches means we can get 200 plates out within the time allotted. Seven touches means in order to get those same plates out in the same amount of time, I need to have more people in the kitchen working, which is now more expense, and not all kitchens can handle more people in the kitchen. So if you've never seen what it takes to put out 200 plates within 15 or 20 minutes, it's really an amazing thing. We take it for granted as a guest that our food just comes out and it's hot and it looks good, but really is an amazing uh, assembly line happening in the kitchen. So... Again, would seven touches have made it better? Yes. Will the customer be happy with four? Yes. And if the customer would be happy with four, let's make it four and make the customer happy. And when it comes to making dinner for yourself, making dinner for your family, 
go ahead and put the seven touches on it there. So can you let go of perfection? Yes. Is it going to be difficult for some of you? Yes. Yes, I'm sure it will be. I am sure it will be difficult for you. All of us recovering perfectionists know that letting go is difficult. However, go back to the result that the customer is happy with. And if the customer is thrilled with the result and is giving you a five-star review for the work that you did, even though you know it can be better, that should be your reward to say, yeah, I did good there. I'm going to do better the next time. I'm going to learn from this. And if I can figure out to squeeze what I want to do within the time constraint I have, I'll do that. But if I can't, as long as that customer is thrilled and happy, and as long as you know the next event can be better, that should be enough. Walter, I hope this helped you and everybody else that's listening that's a perfectionist. I hope it gave you something to think about. Thanks. Hi, it's Alan Berg. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. If you'd like to make a suggestion for a topic or for a guest, you can do that with Ask Me Anything on the button at podcast.allenberg.com. And if you'd like to find out about having me do sales training or speaking for your group or association, and that could possibly be for free, we have some good ideas, contact me at alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode and hearing your suggestions. Thanks.